Here's the question. Are you a business owner wanting to grow your business, but you're struggling with how your podcast can help? Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all that. I am your host, Cliff Duvinois, and in this podcast, we're taking the problems of podcasting head on. Entrepreneurs like you will share their strategies, tactics, and tips that they use every day with their podcast to make it an effective marketing and revenue tool in their toolkit. Welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Hey there, world changers, and welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Today's guest co-founded and the CEO of Boost Point, whose mission is to help their customers build stronger brands by attracting more prospects, by improving their recruitment processes, and establishing an efficient team. Now, his podcast focuses on helping small business entrepreneurs think creatively so that they can grow better. And I love that. Think creatively. Please welcome to the show, the host of the Small Business Big Growth Podcast, Sam Billier. Sam, how are you? Doing great, Cliff. Thanks for the invitation. Happy to be here. Excellent. Why don't you tell us uh, a little bit more about your business? 100%. Yeah. So, um, about three years ago, well, let's rewind a little bit uh, more before that. About four-ish years ago, I had this idea for a, a platform, uh, a SaaS software as a service platform around social media advertising and helping businesses leverage social media advertising because it's like, all right, a lot of business, I've started seeing a lot of businesses like really wanted to leverage platforms like Facebook and Instagram advertising. Maybe they're doing some organic stuff on these platforms, but aren't really sure how to start leveraging them. Like the advertising side of things, the thought back then was like, all right, let's create a platform that simplifies that for organizations where they can get ROI, uh, better ROI for their advertising spend versus maybe trying to figure out that and native ad platforms themselves or hiring a marketing agency to do it for them. And that was kind of like the, the light bulb of like, all right, the raw idea of what we wanted to build. So <clears throat> three years ago, co-founded Boostpoint uh, with my co-founder and CTO, Jared Neff, and, and started building something. And then uh, put our first product in market back then, started getting some customers, some good feedback. Back then, we were really focused on like helping companies with their customer acquisition efforts. And about that time, that's when we launched the Small Business Big Growth Podcast. We were really connected with small businesses um, at that time a lot in like the, the construction space, home improvement space, and other types of businesses in those industries. And then about a year ago, kind of during COVID, one, one thing that happened for a lot of companies is their key problem changed from I need more customers to I need more employees. I need more team members. I need more talent. Oh, wow. And so that was a huge shift in a lot of businesses in the U.S. We paid attention to that. Um, right. And we realized that we have a, a great platform that's been working well for our customers on the customer acquisition side. And let's just think about how we can solve the, the employee acquisition side of things. And so about a year ago, we kind of made that transition in the market and, and now most of our customers and all of our marketing, all of our content is now around helping companies attract top talent to their organizations through platforms like Facebook and Instagram. And our software helps them do that, helps recruiting teams place hyper-targeted ads that are attracting top talent to their, their open positions. That's, that's uh, what Boostpoint does today. Nice. What made you decide to get into podcasting? 
That is a great question. I, I really appreciated the podcast channel as far as a, a, a channel that I consumed content and, and really saw the value in it, it even just for me. Like it, going back like five, six years ago, that was even the spark of, of I remember going through the Masters of Skill podcast by Reed Hoffman. Because um, yes. I, I do not have a technology uh, background. I have a sales and marketing background. And I was uh, more in the, the manufacturing space, the, the construction space. Um, and then just kind of started consuming d- different types of content. That was, that was one of the podcasts that I went through pretty quickly. And I just, it was, it's a great podcast of storytelling of, of great founders. And, and I, I loved it. During that podcast, I remember the moment I was listening to an episode. I think it was the, the episode of uh, where he interviewed the founders of Airbnb. Um, and I was love that interview. I, yeah, I was, I was driving to Indiana, I believe. And what was just kind of going through episode by episode. And that's actually when I kind of had that light bulb of like, I want to start a software company and where kind of all the ideas came into place. Podcasting definitely has like a special place, like for me, because I've, I've seen the value of it personally and how it's affected like my personal career and how I've gotten a lot of good ideas for growing my business. And then I was like, hey, let, let's let's start our own podcast. And it's kind of the idea of, hey, instead of investing in maybe a big PR agency or a marketing agency to try to get our word out, that like let's become our own PR agency and let's build yes. our own audience and so that we can kind of control our narrative a, a bit more. No, I, I I absolutely love that. And that's actually one of the reasons why I got into podcasting oh so long ago was just because of the fact that Gary Vaynerchuk was just telling everybody start a podcast start a podcast and then when he gave his speech at uh i can't remember where i think it was in san francisco at some real estate uh, agent conference or something or another but he talked about you know thinking thinking of yourself as a media company first and then you know your business behind it right so your media company is doing nothing but attracting you know your ideal clients, your ideal customers and stuff. And that was, that to me was a very light bulb moment as far as like jumping into podcasting, which is great. So for your podcast, the small business, big growth podcast, uh, you decided to focus on, on problems that entrepreneurs, you know, think creatively to solve. What made you decide to start a podcast around that? Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And, and like yes. my thought was like, hey, let me create a podcast that that I'm at niching down a little bit because you don't want to create a podcast that is for everybody. If it's for everybody, it's for nobody. <laughs> um, exactly. And so, um, and, and then the, the format, what you see on that podcast, and I love that podcast. That was a great experience, the Small Business Big Growth Podcast, where, where we just want, we wound that one down and we're just about to start a new podcast more for HR professionals that I'm excited to launch here this year. Um, nice. and, and so my mindset back then, and even going into like launching, uh, launching a new podcast and a strategy around that is find a niche. It's like, all right, let me really look at my target profile, my listener and like build content that is really relevant to, to them. Like it's not relevant for everybody. And, and for us, it was like, Hey, our business, like, let's look at the, the persona of our best, uh, customer. And that was the persona of the listeners that we were attracting. So that was like looking at, Hey, let's build. Uh, episodes that really attract that type of persona. And for me, I really love the, the format of storytelling as well, like, um, and and how a podcast can be just uh, a channel for, for storytelling. So it it wasn't necessarily like, Hey, I'm going to build a, 
a a you know top marketing tips podcast necessarily where it's super tactical right. where I just like talk about different marketing trends and stuff like that. I mean, th- there's some great pos- podcasts out there, but I knew like that wasn't going to be the style that I would enjoy and be able to create a lot of episodes <laughs> around. And so the route that I took was, hey, more storytelling, bringing on other entrepreneurs, letting them showcase their entrepreneurial journey and and showcasing that. For myself, I found that usually the 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 content that I learn the most is more just hearing other people's stories, not necessarily yes. hearing the details like, you know, uh, and, and getting super tactical. But and so that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the podcasting world is like, hey, let me a, a podcast bring on a lot of other entrepreneurs getting them to showcase their story of growth their story of success their failures even um and just showcasing that so that more people can learn i love so that, that was a strategy and behind the content one of the things that i i had really hoped to do with uh with this podcast is spotlight all the different ways that entrepreneurs are using podcasting inside of their business and you know by now i'm i'm probably about 20 interviews deep and it still amazes me that, that, you know, cause I know a lot about podcasting, but it's just really cool to hear what these entrepreneurs are doing with it because, you know, like you talked about before, right. It's the creative solution. And it's just interesting that all the different ways that I'm learning. And I, every time I get on an interview, I learn something new, which is, which is awesome for me. And, you know, I know it's going to be great for the audience. So what is, you know, so you started this podcast because you, you were talking before about getting, wanting to get your message out and you're, you're bringing these people on and everything else. So why don't you share with us a little bit about what was one of your biggest struggles when you started with podcasting? Starting. <laughs> that was the biggest struggle um, yes, because it was an yes. idea I had for about a year and and I just never got around to it. I always had an excuse like, ah, I don't really have enough of time this week or like, ah, I don't really have enough of time to really just like get it started. And then uh, it, it was actually um, early 2020, I believe it was like j- just um, I think it was when the world started shutting down around COVID. Actually, I was like, all right. And and like so like we all left our office and stuff like that. And I was just like, all right, for some reason, I, I just something clicked. I'm like, I'm going to do this now. That, that honestly was about the biggest challenge was like just getting started. But I, to me, like, because I wanted everything to be perfect before I actually yes. launched it, which hindered me to, to get it launched. And I was like, hey, I just kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back because I wanted it to be perfect. And finally, I just started like, you know what? I'm going to start it next week. I need to get a cu- couple episode episodes recorded. And then I'm just I'm just going to I'm just going to launch it that was a big lesson for me is like, Hey, like, yes, you you want a good brand behind it. Like you, you want it to be refined. Like some of those things are important, but it's not going to be perfect. Don't wait for perfection before you just get started. Yeah, I agree. And that's actually been something that I personally have been wrestling with now for years. I tell people as a recovering engineer, you know, I was trained for perfection, right? And it's like you said before, just making sure that you get it started and, and accepting the fact that, Hey, you know what? The first time out the door, it's not going to be perfect, but at least it's done because you can always iterate and get better. I love that you, that you shared this with us. Thank you. Cause your podcast is really good. Bringing your guests on there and hearing their stories has just been uh, absolutely great. And it's been a treat. Absolutely listening to it. What I want to do is I want to talk a little bit more about what, what podcasting has done for your business, right? You were talking before mm-hmm. about controlling your messaging. So let's explore 
uh, from, from a podcasting standpoint, what has it done for you? Yeah, great question. I started seeing some value from the podcast that I, I like never really thought about like when I launched it. I mean, for me, when right. I launched it, I was like, hey, let's let's launch it. Let's see if we can get some listeners, kind of a, a marketing push, you know, where you know, we had to start attracting an audience and hopefully we can get maybe more people to our website or get more people to buy our product. And like, that was just kind of the general, I didn't have some hardcore like goals, like, of Hey, I want to have this many listeners by X amount of time. I was just like, Hey, let's launch it and see what happens. And I'm kind of like, when you launch a podcast, you're always like looking at the listens, the downloads and the w- wanting to see that climb. And I, I, I love those things and I wanted those things to grow, but I, I that's not necessarily what I correlated the most success of the podcast to was like those metrics and those numbers necessarily. One strategy that I started implementing was let let me go after, let me be a little bit more ambitious with the interviews that I'm asking for. And let me go after like my top like customer wish list. Like let's, let me start interviewing instead of reaching out to potential customers and being like, Hey, do you want to buy my product? Just like, hey, you know what? They're a leader in their industry and let me invite them to my podcast. And then we have a 45-minute conversation and sometimes that conversation went led into like, hey, what do you do? Like, oh, that's interesting. I, you know, we, we kind of, that, that's a hole in our organization. So that, that started becoming a, a side strategy of the podcast as well as like the, the people that I'm bringing on. It's like, hey, these could be potential customers. And some of them did did turn into some of our some of our best customers, and so that that was like one of the things that I didn't necessarily um, I, I didn't predict that <laughs> uh, value that I'd received from the podcast. And then the, the I, you mentioned this as well um, a little bit ago was just everything I learned as well. Just interviewing some really smart people, like you learn a lot. <laughs> um, yes, you just, do. You know, asking the right questions bring a lot of that value obviously to the audience is the goal but personally i feel like i developed a lot because of what i learned of interviewing these people and then two i just wanted to get reps in for like conversation like for me i I always love to be primed for and like ready for anything and what i saw is like doing dozens of 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 podcasts it just i became a better communicator i became a better interviewer like I learned how to ask better questions. And those are skills that um, you can use in a lot of other aspects of your business. You know, you bring up a really great point and that's an ancillary benefit of getting into podcasting. This is I found now, like if I'm out in a social setting somewhere, it, it's almost like I've kind of treated it as a small interview, right? When I meet somebody and I just ask them a ton of questions about them, their business, and I just keep going, going, going. Finally, they'll let me ask me, they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I, I host a podcast. They're like, oh, that's why you're asking so many questions. But yep. you're right. And I never, I never had that because, uh, you know, before I'd go to like a party or something and I'm like, you know, the guy standing next to the potted plant trying to look comfortable. Now I go to a party and somebody introduces me to somebody else. And it's like the questions just start coming. And I've made some really good friends, you know, by doing that. So I'm, I'm glad that you pointed that out because, yeah, it's the, the skills that you can get for podcasting can easily translate into other areas of your life. Thank you for bringing that up. Now, with regards to podcasting, so you, you got your podcasting, you finally got started, you got it out there. So what I want to do is what I want to talk about is 
you know, cause you've, you know, you've gone about 50 episodes into your, uh, into your first podcast here. Most podcasts go in the pod fade, right? About 10 or 15 episodes, right? You ran yep. the gauntlet to 50. Now that you've gotten started and you're getting your episodes out there, talk to us a little bit about maybe some of the struggles to, to maintain, you know, producing podcast episodes and getting those things out there. And then how did you overcome those? Yeah. One of the big things is you have to commit. Like I did yes. start. I, I just started and like, you know, I had enough of a plan. Like it, it, it wasn't just like a, it was completely random. Like it's something I was wanting to do for about a year. Um, right. But when I started, yes, I started quickly, but I started with a commitment. I was like, I'm going to release an episode every single week. And it wasn't this like, ah, maybe I'll get into five, maybe I'll get into 10, then I'll see what happens. If there's enough of downloads, then I'll continue it. If not, maybe I'll drop it. But I committed, it's going to be a weekly podcast and I'm going to release an episode no matter what. And committing to that, it kind of puts the fire under your butt, what you need to yes, like, it does. Do, to, to produce the content when you commit to an actual like release day, like every, the same time every week shoot for for releasing that then it was just a all right content is getting enough of a, a queue of of podcasts to then start scheduling releases and then it and it it wasn't always easy i mean there were there were weeks where it's like oh man i got really busy running the business and i didn't have as much time to schedule interviews and stuff and it's like we need an episode to release tomorrow um and sometimes i did solo episodes where it was like hey you know i i myself like i i don't i i definitely couldn't <laughs> i couldn't run a podcast where i'm the only voice <clears throat> of the podcast that would be a very boring podcast i feel you know 50 episodes <laughs> with just one person talking but I, I did mix that in every once in a while and i i have things that i feel like i'm an expert in like i can't talk about everything because i'm not an expert in everything but there were certain pockets that i could fill with some of the expertise some of the things i've learned with running my own business and my experience. So th that's kind of maybe a, something I'd suggest to is like, hey, don't be afraid to even put yourself out there and put yourself, like highlight yourself at times. Again, I wouldn't listen to a podcast that that's like the only types of episodes. But yeah, those are some of the things that I found. Yeah, I know that when I talk with my clients that are starting up podcasts, I always tell them, I said, you know, it's a good idea to think about solo episodes as well as interviews. Uh, cause it's a great, of course, interviewing is, is the, well, let's take a step back podcasting in general. I really do believe is the, the best, you know, relationship building tool out there out of, out of all the different, you know, Facebook posts and Instagram reels and stuff, you know, podcasting is the best thing for creating relationships, which is always good. Uh, but like you said, getting an opportunity to kind of like showcase your expertise and talk about problems and challenges that, that you have overcome and everything else in those solo episodes, uh, I think it gives the audience uh, a really good uh behind the scenes look at who you yep. are as the host those were actually those were actually some of my most popular episodes like yes. uh, were the ones that i that i did solo and where it was and where I, I basically like went into my own story I, I shared some of the things that i'm really focusing on from a professional level as well and i realized like okay if that would have been like the whole podcast like I, I think the podcast sort of faded out but every once in a while it was like i was like all right it's it's okay you know, to highlight myself in this and, and it, they, they were successful episodes. Nice. So what I would like to do is talk about your strategy with regards to closing down or, or stopping, uh, the current, 
the the small business big growth podcast, and now you're getting ready to launch this other podcast, which is more HR centric. Uh, so I'd like to kind of take a step back because I know most people would think, well, I've started this podcast, so I'm just going to keep on going with it. But you're thinking about launching like a second podcast, so to speak. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about your thinking behind that. Yeah. So I, cre- I realized I created a niche with my first podcast and a specific audience around that because of the messaging behind end types of episodes. One of the main reasons that we're launching a new podcast is because it's it's a new audience and we're going to be providing um, a different type of content. So it's like, gotcha. okay, great. Yeah, we have listeners there, but it's like those listeners, they're not going to, the, the content that we're going to be bringing to the podcast isn't necessarily going to be relevant to that audience anymore. Like it's not going to be uh, stories of small businesses with big growth. Um, and so that was kind of one of the practical things of like, all right, let's do a, a, a fresh podcast, a fresh launch. And we're still going to like use a lot of the things, you know, that some of the tactics that were successful with that podcast um, and the things we learned there and bring them to, to this new podcast. But we, we felt like it was enough to kind of clear, clear the slate and, and launch something new. And that's it's something that you know, I want to make sure that, that I kind of highlight a little bit is that a lot of times in businesses, you know, we, we pivot, we might be pivoting our marketing or our messaging to think that we might be able to serve a different demographic. And so, you know, with that being said, you can still leave your old podcast out there because, you know, like I always say, it's like every podcast episode, you need to think of it as terms of a little salesperson going out into the world. Right. Yep. So you don't, you don't lose anything by keeping your old podcast out there. It's just a ton of valuable content that people can find to be really good. But now to come along with the new podcast, you're right, because now you're starting from scratch and you can focus on the audience and the key players that are a part of uh, that ecosystem. So it's like you're you're not, uh, you know, like in the middle of a podcast and saying, hey, before I was talking about knitting sweaters, well, now I'm going to talk about open heart surgery, right? It's like such, it can be such a huge jolting thing for your audience and and people might go back because it because they do this people will find your podcast and they go back to start episode one and they'll binge it so what you want to do is make sure that the podcast that you're creating is just it's very cohesive to your ideal customer avatar and to your messaging exactly yeah i mean like you you definitely have to think about it that way it's like hey if someone would binge these episodes like would would that be a good good experience there's a mixture and it's like there's a creative mixture there like you don't want every episode to be the same because then your podcast gets boring so you do sometimes want to bring in an episode that's a little bit different that kind of like re-engages the spark of like oh whoa that was that was a little different but it's still my thing is like it's still always just Think about it needs to be relevant to your audience. Put yourself in your audience's shoes. And it's like, would they find this interesting? But that was one of the things I did. And I realized, hey, a small business listening to episodes specifically around HR and recruiting, I, I don't think they would enjoy that type of content. And, and so it was like, hey, let's let's create a new podcast for it. Because the, the old podcast was was a lot more around sales and marketing and that type of thing. And it, it would have just been too different. Like it, it wouldn't have matched what the audience was actually interested in. Because what you were talking about before is, you know, you still have this uh, SaaS platform to help small businesses with their advertising, but now you've tweaked that platform, so to speak, to help recruiters find the right employees. Right. Same basic software. You're just using it for, 
for a different purpose. And it's great because now you're coming back and adding content to support that potential yep. additional revenue stream for you. It's, it's a very strategic move and that what you're doing there. Yeah. And you have to, uh, for me, it was worth, I like, I mean, one of the things that obviously you have to consider is like creating a separate podcast. That's something else people need to subscribe to. So you're not going to necessarily just carry that whole audience over Correct. you're kind of starting from scratch in a way so you kind of have to weigh some of those things to me it's like you always have to think the audience you have to build it for the audience you have to build yes. it for the audience and it's not necessarily yes. as much as like oh what can i get out of it the most like how can i get the most views how can i get the most downloads and like don't let that be the driving factor of how you make decisions for your podcast. It's more what is best for the audience, what's best for the customer, and what will the, they see as valuable. And then you'll win in the long game. You'll get the downloads, you'll get the customers, whatever, but you need to think through the lens of your listener foremost. And I absolutely love that advice. Speaking of which, because you've now, you, you've, you've created 50 episodes, you've gone way past that, that threshold of pod fade, you're coming up with a second podcast, which I think is really great for the entrepreneur out there who maybe has a podcast right now and they are struggling. What would be like a, a piece of advice or a couple pieces of advice that you would give them? I feel like I found this for, for myself, so I'll, I maybe won't speak for everybody else out there, but I found like the times that I really struggled with the podcast was I was like in a creative slump. It, it, mm. it was just like, oh, like who's the next guest? What's the next right. topic? What the, so it's like really thinking like, all right, how do I get in a creative spa space to kind of spark this? And that that's usually like when I was able to kind of pinpoint it to that, it's like, all right, I just need to get in a creative space and like think creatively about this again and not just kind of keep going through the mundane of like, all right, another episode, another episode, another episode, but like, all right, let me think creatively about this again. Another thing that I'll, that I'll say too is like that that really helped me. Don't be afraid to be ambitious. Like if your if your podcast is interviewing other people, like that kind of seems to be one of the most popular formats. Not every podcast has to be that. You can do solo podcasts, or you can have me two people where it's those same people every time. Sure. But if if your podcast is the the format of interviewing other people, like don't be afraid to be ambitious with who you want to bring on to the podcast. To me, what, when I really think about it and I look back at the previous podcast, it, it was, it, it, it came down to the content, like, and the episodes that did yes. well versus the ones that didn't do so well, it really came down to the content. And if I'm, I can do what I can, like as the interviewer with the right questions and that there's a lot that goes behind that, you have a lot in control of yourself to bring value to the podcast but then the majority of it is the type of person you're interviewing so thinking about your guest list and being very strategic about your guest list and 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 don't be afraid to swing for the fences with your guest list it's like oh it may feel like a little ambitious to think about getting this guest or this guest but you have to you have to at least try because like that's really one of the key drivers to like if your podcast will be successful or not or how many people it'll reach or what type of value will it bring is the quality of guests that you're bringing onto the podcast. Yeah, and, and I love that you say that because I think that that could be almost applicable to a lot of things that we do, especially for entrepreneurs that are starting their business and trying to get their, their message out there is the fact that we seem to do a really good job of talking ourselves out of things. And so for somebody to sit there and say, Hey, I would, I think I'd like to have Gary Vaynerchuk 
right? Gary Vaynerchuk's crazy popular. He's running VaynerMedia, one of the top digital marketing agencies in the world. Very generous with his time, you know? So why would he be on my podcast? And you just talk yourself out of it. Well, you know, the thing I always tell right. people is, is that you need to give that other person the opportunity to say no. Don't say no for them. Yep. You know, and, yep. and, and if you send them an email and you don't hear anything back, uh, okay, so what's the worst that could happen from that, right? You just, you never exactly. hear from them again. Okay, so now you have an opportunity to ask somebody else, somebody who actually would be interested in working with you or partnering with you, or it could be a potential customer or client or something like that. Somebody you could refer to a friend. Don't be afraid to be ambitious. Actually, be ambitious, right? Be with ambitious, who you're asking. Yep. Yeah, and who you're asking to get out there. And uh, I know mindset's important to you. Mindset's very important to me. And so just opening up your doors and just letting anybody, no matter what their status, have the opportunity to say yes or no. You'd, I think you'd be surprised by who will say yes. Was I was actually, particular... I, I, I was. I was personally actually surprised with like some of the nice. guests that I was able to bring on. I was like, because there were a few of those, I was like, all right, well, I'm not expecting necessarily a yes from this, but what we sort out there. And yeah, you'll find that, hey, you'll be able to get some guests that like you're actually kind of surprised by. Yeah, exactly. Some people that you would never think would give you the time of day would actually, will actually say yes, you know, because kind of like what we were talking about before is when you have a podcast, that's part of your media company, right? You are now a platform. And so they can come on there and you never know if, you know, their interview is going to take off or not. And probably odds, odds are it's going to, you know, because people are going to find it, they're going to listen to it, and then they're going to find your podcast. And like we talked about before, they just go back and binge it. You know, every episode, yep. they yep. want to hear every interview. And like you talked about the importance of solo episodes, which I absolutely, absolutely agree on. So Sam, if if people want to find you online, uh, check out your, because I know your small business, big growth podcast is out there and your new HR podcast is, is coming soon. But if people wanted to yep. find you, what's, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, best way I'm most active on LinkedIn. So if you want to give a follow there, um, that's uh, just uh, uh, Sam Byler, B-E-I-L-E-R. Send a connection request over there. I'll usually announce anything new that we're doing, either either personally or or on the business there. Also, uh, our our business social media profiles as well as well. Boost Point, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all the all the social media platforms there. Nice. And for our audience, we'll have all those links in the show notes down below. Sam, it's been awesome having you uh, on the podcast today. I've loved this conversation. Um, I'm, I definitely would like to have you back on here again when you've launched your HR podcast to talk about how that's going for you. So uh, yeah, just thanks again for being here today. Awesome. It's been a pleasure, Cliff. Hey, everyone. I wanted to let you know that enrollment for our free five-day Start My Business podcast challenge is officially open. If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking a podcast would be a great way to grow your business, but you're not sure how to start one, then this challenge is for you. This challenge is designed by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Now, within the five-day challenge, you'll go from ground zero to having a fully operational podcast that you can use to start growing your business. I'll be sharing with you simple tips and tricks that took me years to learn that will prevent you from spending hours on one episode. Head over to startmybusinesspodcastchallenge.com or click on the link in the show notes down below. We'll see you there.